There are five amazing herbs and spices that really are highlighted during the holidays, and we're going to be talking about them today, not just because they taste so good, but also because they have such great wellness benefits. You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author. And I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. All that we're going to be talking about today is from studies or longstanding medical systems like traditional Chinese medicine. This is not, I'm not going to be sharing with you things that, oh, I just heard this from somebody's grandmother that they tried this and it worked for their family. No, these are things, things I'm going to be sharing are things that work for many people, not necessarily everyone, nothing works for everybody. But these are things that show up in science. They are real wellness. And one part of real wellness is what fits into your real lifestyle. Another part is is saying, hey, not just this looks promising, and I'll let you know when something in the research just looks promising, but it's also something that's proven for us. All right. So first up. It would not be the holidays without cinnamon. A study from the University of Maryland showed that cinnamon reduces appetite. Back in, I believe it was episode 61, I talked about the holidays and your appetite and how all of that, things that we do that work in our, you know, that increase our appetite during the holidays. Well, cinnamon is actually something we do that can decrease appetite. Another study showed that it did this through stabilizing blood sugar and delaying gastric emptying, which basically means it just takes longer to digest your food so you stay full longer. The study out of the University of Maryland was based on drinking a cup of cinnamon tea, not a cup of cinnamon. You would use about a a half a teaspoon to a teaspoon or so of cinnamon to make cinnamon tea after dinner. And that's good news for everybody's favorite holiday spice. Back in episode 60, Power Up with Pumpkin and Sweet Potatoes, I talked about my dad's favorite pumpkin, my dad's favorite pie is pumpkin pie, and he likes it loaded with spices, including cinnamon. Out of the book, The Tao of Nutrition, so this is based on not Western science studies, but it is based on traditional medicine that has been going on for thousands and thousands of years. Cinnamon has been shown to be good for the common cold and good for bloating and locked in gas, which is super interesting to me because on one hand, it delays gastric emptying. It slows down the digestion of your food. On the other hand, it's good for bloating and locked in gas. So that's Pretty cool how it affects your digestive system either way, in a positive way. A highlight that the Tao of Nutrition book mentioned was do not use cinnamon when you are pregnant. So just word to the wise there. Second is nutmeg and mace. Now I'm lumping, these are technically two different spices, but they come from the same fruit from the same seed. And so I'm going to lump them together because the the flavor profile is different, but the wellness benefits are very similar. Nutmeg and mace are shown to reduce pain and ease digestion. 
if you are feeling sleepy, it tends to wake you up. So that's really cool. If you're like, oh, okay, I don't really want a whole lot of caffeine. This is not going to stimulate you like caffeine, but it does tend to wake you up. It can at high doses. Now, here's where we get a little bit of, okay, be aware of this. At high doses, they can do two things. One, it can impact your central nervous system. And nutmeg and mace both contain a compound that can cause hallucinations, nausea, vomiting, even seizures if taken in very large doses. So you do want to be aware of that. They can increase heart rate and blood pressure and increase body temperature. So if you're using a little bit for spices, perfectly cool. Know that it's going to have antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, antibacterial effect. But in large doses, it's not necessarily safe. Okay, third up is ginger. This is one that you really want to pull out and pull into your holiday and actually all through the winter because of how good it is for your system as a whole. When, and it was really funny with this, when I was pulling out my herb and spice medicine books and looking up all this information for this, I was getting especially some information on ginger. Doug, my husband, looked at the books And he goes, see that stuff right there you're looking at? That stuff confuses me. And I told him, then you need to listen to next week's podcast. So hopefully he is listening to this. I will make sure he listens to this so that he doesn't have to go through the books. He just can get the highlights from me. Here we go. Ginger, fresh or dried, both have the same medicinal impact for you. And ginger is something, it's it's universally known. It, it Back in the, they don't even really know how, where it was cultivated. It was so long ago that it was brought into everybody's culture in the East. So that's according to the book, The Herbal Emissaries. And I will link the, I will put in the show notes, the names of the books and the resources I'm using for all this. Ginger reached the West 2,000 years ago. Here's what all it's good for. So ginger is good for colds and upset stomach. It induces sweating. It may relieve migraine headaches. It's an antibacterial, anti-ulcer, anti-fungal, anti-spasmodic. And it's not just folk medicine. And you remember I earlier talked about, okay, what's passed down from somebody's grandmother? That's what we call folk medicine. It's something that different cultures use, but it's not necessarily medicine in a medical system, Eastern medical system or Western medical system. However, ginger is something that has been studied in traditional Western controlled studies for many years. Let me give you an example of this. Ginger performed better for motion sickness than an over-the-counter motion sickness medicine. And in two studies, it had great results. And there was a third study done that NASA did, and it didn't have great results. However, what was interesting was in that NASA study, they only used one-tenth of the medicinal dose of ginger that is used by Chinese medicine doctors for motion sickness. So, well, if traditional Chinese medicine doctors use a certain amount for motion sickness and NASA only used one-tenth of that amount, then they're probably not going to get the same results. The two studies that did show great results, I admit that doesn't make for definitive results, but you can't ignore it either. So if you're traveling for the holidays and you're traveling a long distance and you tend to get motion sickness, ginger's worth a try. Another note of caution in Chinese medicine, dried ginger root specifically is not given during pregnancy. 
Next up for us is vanilla. This is number four on the list. And my word to you on this is get the real thing. Don't get imitation vanilla. Interesting with vanilla, you can also just use this from an aromatherapy standpoint because smelling it, you don't even have to taste it, just smelling it reduces symptoms of stress as well as it may help with sleep apnea. Some of the research on vanilla showed that babies who smelled vanilla cried less. Vanilla also reduces appetite. So if you get a little cinnamon going and a little vanilla going, it's going to help keep your appetite in check during the holidays. Doesn't mean you're not going to have an appetite. You need to eat. Food is good. But if you find yourself like, oh, my appetite really seems to be up, vanilla and cinnamon are two things you can use to help calm that down. Vanilla, also really cool, is an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory, specifically in the lab. So I, t I told you that something, you know, that if something showed up on studies that wasn't like, oh, wow, this is hands down, I would let you know. Well, this is one that this has not been tested in humans as far as I could find. As far as I could find, this is just laboratory findings in test tubes with animal studies that vanilla is an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory. Vanilla also soothes the gut lining. So if you find yourself having eaten a little something that, you know, irritates your stomach, vanilla may be something that helps you to calm that. Speaking of calming your stomach, that brings us to our fifth and final herb and spice for the holidays, peppermint. This can be the thing. In fact, it's one of my favorite go-tos anytime my stomach doesn't feel spot on 100% because peppermint can soothe an upset stomach. It can aid digestion, bloating, gas. Even if somebody has irritable bowel syndrome, it can help ease the bloating and the gas with that. Peppermint calms your entire system, so it's really good for headaches. It's also an antimicrobial and an antibacterial. In fact, it fights the foodborne bacteria E. coli. It also will curb your appetite. All these things that it's just like, okay, the holidays when we are surrounded by all this food that we're tempted to eat more of than what our body really calls for, there are three spices in this, cinnamon, vanilla, and peppermint, that help to curb appetite, to reduce appetite back down to normal. The smell of peppermint can increase your alertness. In fact, one of my favorite things to talk about in my Get Energized Without Living on Lattes speech presentation is the five essential oils for energy. This comes from a clinical aromatherapist friend of mine that I was asking her, what are the essential oils that people can smell to give them energy? And one of them is peppermint. In the next episode, I'm going to be giving you a couple of recipes with yet another food that's amazing for the holidays. And it's going to also, that recipe is also going to use these herbs and spices that we just talked about. Let me know how you're going to use these during the holidays. And speaking of the holidays and cooking and all of that, this is the last week that you can sign up for your Hunger Game Challenge Holiday Edition. In this, you're going to we're going to practice together mindful eating. We're going to get you prepared so that you can face the holidays, feast without fear, be able to get the most that you can out of the holidays and really enjoy everything that you're eating, as well as everything that you're experiencing the holidays with people, 
but also with that creating an abundance mentality, not having a fear of deprivation like, oh, no, I better eat this now because it's not going to be around in January. No, we want to prevent that. And part of your Hunger Game Challenge Holiday Edition is going to help you shift your mindset around that so that the holidays are special and they're celebrations, but you're not feeling that sense of, I have to have it now and end up overeating because of that. And I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to overeat during the holidays because then you end up feeling bad. That's why we want to use these, all these herbs and spices that help us with it. So all that said is sign up for your Hunger Game Challenge. Reach out to me, Sherry, at TheVerioLife.com. Let's get you rolling on that because the sign up for it ends this week. Thanks so much for being here and can't wait to talk with you next week about one more holiday food that we're going to use in recipes with all of these spices. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.